Good morning and welcome to Fresh Mercy, where God's mercy is new every morning. Lord, the love for this studio. Thank you, Lord, for this podcast. Bless me and Donnie as we share the Word of God, encounters with you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. I'm on the and started at, what was that, three <laughs> minutes or two seconds? No, those are, those are seconds. Okay, let me just count it in. Hallelujah, and good morning from Fresh Mercy Podcast. I thank the Lord for all my listeners that's listening Donnie, what a blessing this podcast is. Amen. And thank it's not only blessing, I thank the Lord because whoever's ta- calling us, Donnie, is saying it's blessing them and they love it. You guys have no idea the impact it made on me and Donnie's life. Amen. Of being a part of this and sharing the word of God. Uh, but we're taking everyone's uh, criticism. People's calling saying we should do this, do that. And if you have any comments, you get in touch with me and Donnie. Uh, one uncle of mine said that we're too low. He wants it to be louder. <laughs> I bet we can't scream at people in the morning. It's That's 9 o'clock in the morning for most people. It, it's 9 in the morning. He said he don't care. He wants us to shop. So God Praise bless God. <laughs> Good morning. We love you. We, uh, we started a new series. We ended Psalms, and Psalms was out of control. Glory goes to God. We did two weeks of it, and... We didn't even scratch the surface of the book of Psalms, no, but no. glory goes to God. And it was the, absolutely amazing. And in the future, we'll get back there, and mm-hmm. uh, it's awesome. But we're going to get into a series that's very important, and this is the series is An Encounter with Christ. Amen. And these five, five episodes, we're going to talk about people that had dialogue with Jesus, had conversations with Jesus, mm-hmm. that met Jesus face to face. Yeah, what do we mean by an encounter? Like exactly what you said. A person that had a conversation, a person that interacted with Christ. So a person that actually met him face to face, talked with him one on one. Just saying that, just pondering on that is unbelievable. Amazing. Thinking of, can you imagine us speaking to Jesus face to face? I mean, yes, we pray to God and we know he's in our heart. And, and, we, we and, and yes, in prayer and in worship, we can enter into his presence. Glory goes to God. But this is the, this is the physical man. They're seeing the full manifestation of God. Jesus Christ. To God. Amazing. Amazing. Well, one of the encounters that we're going to speak today is uh, in a very, all of them were important, but this, this few things happened with this encounter, mm-hmm. Donnie, that we can look at it and, and say this was very, very important. And we're talking about the woman at the well in John 4. There was a woman. She was a Samaritan. And the, for everyone that studies the Bible or you know reads the Bible, they know that Jewish people and people of, some, of Samaria or that was Samaritan, mm-hmm. they never dealt with each other. Uh, actually, the Jews hated them. They hated them, mm-hmm. despised them, never mm-hmm. dealt with them. And there was a woman... Uh, that went to draw water, and Jesus was there, and he spoke to her. And we're going to read, amen? We're, I'm just going to go through the highlights of the story mm-hmm. that some, you know, that I want to uh, share or share with you guys. We're not going to go through the whole story because it's big, but we're going to get some great points. Some key highlighted points. Yes. Okay. John 4, we're going to start at verse, uh, verse 4. And he had to pass through Samaria. 
Jesus left Judea and he was going back to Galilee. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says that he had to pass through Samaria. But the truth is this. He didn't have to. There was another route, Donnie, mm-hmm. to get to uh, their destination. Now, why is this? Because the Jewish guys, hated the Samaritans. They hated their towns. They hated them. They didn't want to deal with them. So they had a route to go around. An alternate route. An alternate route. Okay. Now, Samaria was the shortcut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, it's not that Jesus wanted to take a shortcut. Because we see in Jesus' life, there was no shortcuts. No, he did not. Yeah. He did exactly what his father told him to do. Okay. So why did it say he had to? Be and the Greek word there, I looked into it, it was it was called, uh, it was necessary. Okay. Jesus had to go speak to this woman. He was on a mission to speak to this woman, to get to her and give her the gospel. Amen? Amen. Let's go on. He came to a town of Samaria called Sakar. Sakar. We're going to get to there later. Ready? A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink, for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Now, the Bible says, about in a couple chapter in the narrative, that Jesus was hungry. Now, when I'm hungry, Donnie, I don't want nothing to drink. Oh, yeah, I don't want a water. I want no, a cheeseburger. I want a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a seltzer. I don't want a Coca-Cola. I want to eat. Yeah. So it said Jesus was hungry, and the first thing he asked her, can you give me some water? This was a little odd, but we're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. So he asked her, can I have a drink? The Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you, a Jew, ask a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews had no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying it to you, give me a drink, you would ask him and he would have given you living water. So Jesus said, if you knew who was asking you, give me a drink, you would say, no, Lord, you give me a drink. Aye. You give me the water. I need something from you. And you know, what? look what it says here. Jesus said, and if you ask him, he would give it to you. The Bible shows us when you ask Jesus, he gives. That's right. And we're not asking for a billion dollars. We're not asking for a yacht. When you ask Jesus something you need, well, Delta, That's right. you need a healing. You need an answer from the Lord. You need a financial blessing. Whatever you need from God, you ask him, and you ask his will to be done. Well, Delta, God gives when we ask. Amen? Amen. Let's go on. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us uh, us this well, and drank from himself, as did his sons in his livestock. She asked him, do you think you're better than Jacob? His answer should have been yes, because <laughs> he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's right. Bonnie, in, in John 10, I believe, or 11, Jesus said, before Abraham, I am. That's right. She asked him, you think you're better than Jacob? And Jesus, he never said, oh, yes, I am. I am he. He spoke to her, to her heart, and he, and he knew she needed something in her life. Asunen, let's keep going. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, 
But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give become in him a, a spring of water welling up to it, uh, a water welling up to eternal life. Jesus said, when you drink it, you will get thirsty again. Yeah. Like we do now. There's a bottle of water me, a, a bottle of water in front of me. I drink it. In probably 20 minutes, I'll get thirsty again. I need more water. Yeah. And Jesus said this, and this is truth. But then Jesus gave her a, a, a great truth saying, if you drink the water that I give, you'll never be thirsty again. But Donnie, this don't make no sense. He mentioned the first water, then the second water. He said, the first water you drink, you'll get thirsty. But then my water, you won't be thirsty again. So she had a, a, a great a question. She had a great request. And look what she said. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty again or have to come here to draw water. So Jesus said, this water you drink, so you're going to be thirsty again. But the water I give, you'll never be thirsty again. She said, well, give me this water that I don't have to come back to this well. And I don't have to work. And I don't have to do all these things. I can just have this water and drink of this water. And I'll never be thirsty again. But let me tell you the problem. She confused her physical need with, with her spiritual need. That's right. She got confused. She thought Jesus was talking about physical water, but actually it was spiritual water. And I have news for you, Donnie, and I have news for the listener. The person that's listening, a lot of people are confused today also. They're confused with their physical needs with what their spiritual needs are. Mm -hmm. And what do I mean by that? People that truly need Jesus, they go to the world and do worldly things, thinking that will satisfy them, and it won't. They get thirsty again. That's right. People that have anger and that are nervous, they fight and they argue and they go to battle and they, and they have trouble, but then they're thirsty again. But Jesus said, I can give a water that you'll never be thirsty again. Jesus offers us living water, Donnie. And I'll say it again. I can't stress this point. You know, I can stress this point forever because it's sure. true. Jesus gives a water that we drink. It will never be in need again. We'll never be thirsty again. We don't have to look for nothing else. We don't have to go to that well no more. We don't have to go out into the world and search for things. Jesus came, offer us the living water, which is his word, the Holy Spirit, his sacrifice, his power, his anointing, Amen. him himself. Amen. Jesus gave us that water. Amen. Amen. The woman kept looking at everything in the physical Dang. when Jesus was speaking in the spiritual. Unbelievable. Uh, she didn't want to have, she wanted the temporary fix. All right, I'm Dang. thirsty, I drink water. But Jesus is offering the everlasting fix. Jesus is offering eternal salvation, eternal life. Hallelujah. Jesus made sure he got to this woman because, body, earlier we read that he had to get there. He had to pass through Samaria. That only shows us that Jesus had compassion and a desire to save the lost. That's why he came, Donnie. That's right. Jesus not only offered her eternal life through the water, but he also gives her a key to worship. Let's go. So Jesus, so she asks him, Oh, uh, you must be a prophet. How can people say you uh, you guys worship in Jerusalem where our mountains here mm -hmm. where we worship? And she was confused. And Jesus said this, but the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. 
God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know the Messiah is coming. He was called the uh, uh, he was called Christ, and when he comes, he will tell us all these things. So Jesus tells her something, reveals to her truth, Donnie, that we apply to our lives today. That it's no longer what temple you're at, That's it's right. no longer what mountain you're at, it's no longer what season you're in, it's no longer what time of the day it is. Jesus said there'll be a time, and now it's here that the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Donnie, you can be in a podcast studio and worship God in spirit and truth. You can be in your car. You can be at a a 7-Eleven. You can be going uh, on your way out of town. You could be at work. You can be in a building. You could be at home. You could be in your office. You can be at a coffee table. And you can worship God in spirit and in truth. And well, he comes and he's with you and he ministers to you. You can get into the presence of God wherever you are. And that's my encouragement to you today. Jesus told us that wherever you are, you worship in spirit and in truth. For God is spirit, and we must worship uh, worship him in this way. But then look at this. Penagogy, when the Messiah comes, he's going to reveal to us all these things. She was waiting for Jesus. She was waiting for the Messiah. She was waiting for uh, the Christ to come and save them. And look at this. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you, Am he amazing? This is the only time that Jesus reveal, reveals himself as the Messiah. Well, there's nowhere else recorded in the gospel that pronounced Jesus, I am the Messiah. Yeah, he asks, us, Who do you say I am? or you say that I am. But this is plain out. He's telling her, The one you're waiting he said for, it bluntly, the one you're waiting for, the Messiah, the God that comes to the earth to take away the sin of the world, I'm him. You're talking to him. Amazing. Unbelievable. Amazing. And he revealed he revealed who he was right after he was talking about worship. Right. As soon as they bring up worship, they talked about the well, they talked about thirst, they talked about all these things, but as soon as they bring up worship, that's when Jesus said, I'm the Messiah. Amen. Jesus, look how many things happen in this encounter. Jesus told her about living water, told her about true worship, and revealed to her that he was the Messiah. Amazing. What an encounter. Now, after this, she leaves her bucket by the well, and she runs to the, to the town of Sakar, and she says, I found the Messiah. I found the one. He told me everything I went through, and, and she she preached the gospel. And they all went and met him, and the, a lot of the people in Samaria were saved. And they said, we didn't, we're not, we didn't accept you as Messiah because she said it, but because we met you and you taught us. And and Amazing. you taught us, and we've seen you, we know that you are the Savior of the world. Amen. What, what this one encounter did for this woman and for this town. But I want to go back to the name Sakar. And I looked into this, and I, in the Bible, wouldn't mention this town for no reason. There's a reason why they mention this town. That's right. And I looked into the word Sakar. It's a Greek word, 4965. But then when I looked into it, it's really uh, the root The root word is a Hebrew word. It's the Strong's number 7941. And guess what it means, Donnie? An intoxicating drink. Hmm. And it's intense. It's intensely alcohol liquor. Wow. A strong drink or strong wine. Isn't it amazing that Jesus went to a town that the name of it was Strong Liquor, Strong Wine? <laughs> 
and he said, I'll give you living water. Uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Amazing. That the town that this woman lived in and she was a part of, and this was her home, was the name of it was a strong alcohol. But then Jesus said, I'll give you a fresh drink, water that gives you life. Amen. And what is the point here today? And we're going to end soon. You don't have to look no more. You don't have to search no more. Whoever's listening, if you're worried, if you're depressed, if you, if you think something's missing in your life, well, I'll tell you now, stop searching. That's right. Jesus is in front of you. When Jesus said on the cross, I am thirsty, he took away our thirst. We don't have to be thirsty no more. Jesus gave this woman eternal life with this drink. So today, I know that I have a lot of brothers and sisters listening that are born again. And maybe you slip back. Maybe you're slacking off or you're slacking off from the word of God, slacking off from prayer. Well, today, get back to it. The word of God is alive and powerful. Stop searching and receive the water that comes from God, the living water. Amen. Amen. Glory goes to God. An awesome job. Uh, it was the key there that he went to a town where people was trying to fix their problems temporarily with drinking. Temporary, trying to cover it up, trying to mask whatever they're going through. But Jesus said, you don't got to do it no more because I'm here. Amen. To give eternal life. Awesome, awesome job. Uh, glory goes to God. We're continuing our series tomorrow with the encounters of Christ. Amen. Uh, we thank the Lord for the opportunity for you who's listening here. Uh, I'm going to pray out and stand in agreement. Stand in agreement with me with prayer. Amen. Hallelujah, We thank you for your grace, your mercy, We thank you, Father God, that you've come, to take away our thirst, You'll come to give us eternal life, Father God, through your Son. We thank you, Father God, that we're for the for the written word you have given us, Father thank God. You, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that we can come to you, Father God. We don't have to go to a certain mountain or a certain church or a certain building, Mugodil, but you dwell and live inside of us, Mugodad. And wherever we're at, we can tap into your presence, O oh Lord. I pray, Father God, whoever goes out there today, Mugodil, that they realize that you are constantly with them. Watch over them, guide them, protect them, Father God. Bless their finances to provide for their families, Mugodil. And I pray, Father God, that this word, Mugodil, will, will seep into their heart, Mugodil. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, God bless you guys for listening. Tune in tomorrow for Tuesday's program from Vinny Du and Donnie Nanas. We love yous. God bless.